Hey guys, we are pleased to say that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation charity. And now, a message from one of our supporters. I really appreciate the work that you've been doing for the Sophie Foundation. Um, I do actually remember Sophie from back in the day, you know, when we were wandering around Rock World. Um, I've never spoke to her, but I do remember her face in the, uh, in the club. Um, but that place was like, it was just a little communi- community for everyone. You know, like people that didn't feel belong anywhere, you know, like they belong anywhere else. Um, it's really, it was really, really heartbreaking to hear what had happened to her. Uh, but I think the work that has been done since that event, that awful event, has been amazing to get the awareness out there, you know, and trying to make positive change. Keep up the good work. Thank you. To learn more about this wonderful charity, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Hey, Jamie, do you like being cosy? I do. And do you like staying cosy? I like that even more. Then just head over to www.staycozyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters and much, much more with a new fall line out now. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at staycozyclothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. Hey, what's up? It's Rab himself, and you're listening to The Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Check it out. Well, slice my ass, boys. Welcome to hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesday. And these are The Chronicles. Of Slay Dougie. Why Slay Dougie this week, Jamie? Pray tell. Pray tell. Well, you'll find out in this interview that they talked about a special charity gig they're arranging called Angus Rocks. But unfortunately, due to COVID, Angus Rocks didn't happen properly. So they held this gig for one young man called Angus. They went balls to the wall. Literally. They had a room full of ball crawl balls. (laughs) But we're throwing back this week because November 21st in Colchester, they are doing Angus 2021. They're going to do it all over again, raise as much money for Angus as they can. So you will find out all about Angus's story in this interview. And then go check out Slay Dougie on social media and go show Angus some support because he's a little legend. These are dogs and a bear that play kids TV themes and songs such as Stick, Paw Patrol and Baby Shark. They're absolutely amazing. And this is possibly one of the most chaotic interviews we have ever done. And I say that in the best way. It was glorious. We, did, we literally were like, we've, I think we only asked one, two questions. I don't think we asked Something a lot. Like that. It was just literally mental. And we were there going, was, did we do all right? And yeah, it was actually one of the best interviews we've ever had. So I um, never, I remember finishing this interview and feeling so incredibly flustered because I didn't know what just happened. <laughs> But listening back, it was absolutely incredible. So there you go. Yeah, big thanks to Black Shuck and Ricky Bowell for coming on. We really appreciated your time. Um, we know you had a lot of sticks to play with, um, a lot of food to eat, you know, and a lot of waggy tails. I don't know. Well, I, I literally forgot everything dogs do. I was like, 
Oh, shit. What do dogs do? Uh, lick balls, eat food, run, catch balls, that sort of thing. That's, that's what they do, yes. And sleep. Uh, and lots of licking. I imagine there's lots of licking that needs to be done afterwards as well because a lot of you know conversation was had. Uh, but no, the Slaydoggy dogs were fucking phenomenal and we really appreciate them taking their time out to chat to two men like us. And uh, I know we've said it to you guys on social media for those that aren't aware. The guys did play the recent Bloodstock Festival. It looked amazing. Pictures of sort of the crowd, kids in face paint and everything. Incredible. If Slave Dougie come near you, go check it out. Yes, please. Dogs, thank you so much for coming on our show. We really, really appreciate your time. Jamie, any final words? Nope, just everyone, go check out Slave Dougie. And thank you very much, you very good boys, for coming on our show. Good boys. Good boys, there. You're a good boys. boys. You're a good boys. You're a good boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, these are the chronicles of Slay Dougie. Ladies and gentlemen and animals alike, we've got wonderful guests of us today. Let me speak as a parent and a metal fan when I say there is nothing worse than being forced to listen to songs you hate from kid shows on repeat. When you just want your kids to be as cool as you and listen to metal. Well, in come today's guests. They are the lords of toddler metal. From Slay Dougie, we have Black Shuck and Ricky Bow Wow. Hello. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Pleasure. <laughs> a pleasure. We didn't, uh, you, we didn't get the care package. You were supposed to send us a rider. Oh, I must yeah, have lost yeah. the I think, mail. Uh, assorted sticks were supposed <laughs> to arrive uh, first class, so Let me it hasn't turned up, so yeah. we're a bit grumpy. I'll have no, a word with posting. Yeah. It's just your fault. That, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I'll, uh, we'll, we'll deal with that afterwards. I can't believe I didn't get there. I sent that a few days ago. It's what we get for oh. using Hermes. Yeah. We did chase a couple of the postmen away, though. That's um, true. Which is, you know, it's just one of our traits, really. You can't really... There's some, you can't yeah, really get exactly. toast. That's the problem. <laughs> Being a singer in a hardcore band, obviously Ricky Bowwell's got one of the loudest barks. Actually, no, it's like the loudest bark yeah. in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's official. Uh, Guinness Book of Records. Don't check it. It's there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the loudest bark in the world. Really? I believe The longest it. bark in the world as well. Did you want to give us a, a sample or? No. <laughs> Do you not? You sure? I don't need to. You could just look it up. Imagine it. Imagine <laughs> the loudest bark. Right, ready? ready? Right, right. Hold on a minute. Ready? Pause. Right. Silence. Now imagine the longest, loudest bark you've ever heard. Wait for it. Still going. Still going. Wait. <laughs> that's it. That's the longest, loudest bark you've ever imagined. That was unbelievable. Um, that's blown me away. I My ears are still ringing. Well, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. That's why I don't do them, really, unless we're in, like, proper sanctioned... Um, settings with the right protection. Well, we're we're actually sponsored by Ed's Kids um, ear protectors, which we have which we have for our audience at at, uh, at uh, gigs. So best to put those on. Then you can do it, right? Well, yeah, like, we're not we're, we're not insured to do it without them. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> the, this is a short SM58, one of the greatest microphones of all time. But it's plugged into a uh, it's not plugged into a PA or an amp, and I just don't want to blow up the sound recorder. Uh, the input in audio oh, okay. with the bark. It's, it's very responsible. I just try and make sure that everyone's safe at all times. One of one of Ricky Bellwell's live secrets actually is the mic's not plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to plug it in because <laughs> loudest, longest bark in the world. Yeah. It cause tremors. It's been known to cause 
seismic activity, <laughs> but um, they're more of like a constant rumble. They're not tremors. It's like, it's not an earthquake. It's not a tremor. It's a weird vibration between the tectonic plates. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought that was like Teddy Wall Street's diet that caused that. <laughs> yeah, that, that adds to it. Um, they, they are earthquakes and tremors. Oh, they okay, are, yeah. And also nuclear waste. <laughs> that's a, that's our bass player. Uh, he, he's a bear. He's in charge of the low end rumble. That, that was good. He doesn't actually, again, his bass isn't plugged in. He uses his bottom to create those bass notes. Generally, just natural vibrations, sympathetic resonance, I think he calls it. Yeah. But no one's the sympathetic. Yeah. From behind. He yeah. ate what? 808. The 808. <laughs> and caused some sympathetic resonant trembles. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've, actually, we've actually been uh, auditioning for a new bear for the band, which is our special guest that we've got today. Yeah. But, um, Shreddy Ruxpin. Shreddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, he's, um, brilliant. He's, uh, you might look at him and you might think, he's, what is... He's in a K-hole right now. He is, he is. Well, we found him down <laughs> South End Seafront earlier in this state. He is on a lot of horse tranquilizer. He was is that why he's asleep, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not asleep. Should we hear it? Should we have a listen? Yes, have it. Let's do it. The three escaped prisoners. Oh, he's having. A tri he's tripping. He's tripping. <laughs> oh my god! He's Shreddy Ruxpin, mate. This is a bit mad. It's a, I think he's gone on a bit of a cradle of filth sort of um, <laughs> interlude vibe, hasn't yeah. he? It might have been those mushrooms he ate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Shreddy Ruxpin. He might. He might be um, popping up at a few gigs soon. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for if we could get his eyes open. Yeah, he is addicted to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you let him in then? Why'd you let him tour with you? Just hang out. You know, Kid Rock had Joe C the dwarf. Yeah. We're, you know, hanging out with him, rapping dwarf. We're going to have Shreddy Ruxpin, the gay <laughs> whole teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh. I look forward to it. about my height and very smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big head. Is it, yeah, well, you know, it, you've got to add an extra element to the show, yeah, the live show, and that's what we've been working on during lockdown is crafting our live show to be even more appealing. It's yeah. already the most appealing rock show, and another Guinness world record as, as the biggest triangle pit in the world, uh, at a slug, slay Dougie gig, and the first ever as well. First ever, and biggest. Have you, you guys ever seen the triangle pit? Uh, no, metal gig no. or. What about a trapezoid pit? No. <laughs> You've got to be really careful with those. They get really, really complicated. But yeah. um, They get quite yeah. tough at one end, but then they... they, they yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it, can, it can be dangerous at the points, can't it? It can be. Down the, um, down the hypotenuse, pick up a lot of speed. Then we get to the corner. It's that, so. it's that right angle that people... You know, they, they trip up on it every time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think we yeah. should try a paperclip pit. <laughs> Uh, There's a few I'm, hairpins in there, but I reckon we're going to get some... What about a Mobius pit with a bridge? Ooh. Bigger of a Mobius pit with a bridge, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Wouldn't right. people collide in the... Because they'd have to... I'm trying to think of a paperclip now, so wouldn't they go round and round again? Around. Yeah, yeah but then should they collide? The it's just once. How would they collide, though? How would they actually... It wouldn't collide. But that's, isn't that a point of a pit, though? No, well, yeah. it depends. You're, thinking, you're getting a wall of death confused yeah. with a with a triangle pit. The wall of death, make, I think. The wall of death, they go bang. The pit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking of, isn't it? Yeah. yeah okay. You're thinking of openness 
circle F sharp, pit up. Yeah. <laughs> music starts. I want to see all you MF sharps coming together. Yeah, but in circle pits, they run around, don't they? What we're talking about is a circle pit, which is basically an aggressive conga line. Uh, obviously, we we get people that aren't even old enough to stand at our gigs, so uh, their parents are going to carry them. They're a little bit careful with them. Mm. So, yeah, generally, it's a bit more of a slow conga. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And there's a lot of confusion as well, because, you know, kids are idiots. <laughs> but, you know, so are most metal fans. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know if people get fun out of running into each other and all that sort of stuff. I don't understand. So, but that's just me. Anyway... Talking anyway, about, yeah, I'm talking about the gigs. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we've got an amazing gig coming up in three weeks' time. We're doing a charity gig, right? Yeah. Now, a lot of people have been comparing this to Live Aid, right? Okay. We're doing a gig for one one child in a in a venue in Chelmsford. Just one child, audience of one, and it's this kid Angus who's amazing. He's uh, quadriplegic in a walking frame. Okay. He has, um, he has uh, cerebral palsy. Mm. And uh, we raise money for him. And what we're doing, this is going to blow your minds, right? Hold on. Hold on. Even why now? Hold on. Hold on to the arms of your chairs. What? You I have my arms, but I'll strap myself in. Are we going to keep. Well, I now sent the press release out today. Oh, okay. So, fine. yeah. And we knows. are filling the whole venue up with 35,000 ball crawl balls, right? Now, <laughs> people say it's like Live Aid. I'll say, no, there was no ambition at Live Aid. Did they fill up Wembley Stadium with ball crawl balls? No, 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 no. no. exactly. Geldof, what is a ball crawl ball? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> ball crawl ball, you know, like a ball pit ball. Oh, a ball pit ball, like, like, like you get so it's just a ball. Well, you know, you know, you get <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a ball, it's a specialist ball. I'm googling it now. Ball crawl, you know, ball. a ball crawl ball. You know, ball I know crawl, what ball pit you? balls are, so I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not a ball, not a pit ball. That's a dog. We're talking about a ball pit. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's yeah, yeah ball pit, but they're little tiny plastic balls, aren't they? Thirty-five thousand. So what the hell is a ball crawl ball? <laughs> ball crawl. They call them ball crawls. <laughs> Why? Because you crawl through balls. You, you dive you into crawl. them. Well, you can dive into them. You can crawl through them. They don't call them dive balls. They call them dive balls. <laughs> ball crawl balls. Ball crawl balls. Anyway, yeah, did Geldof fill up Wembley Stadium or Wembley Arena with them? No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't no have ambition. He told Phil Collins that when he got to Philadelphia, it was going to be full of ball, ball crawl balls. No, it wasn't, was it? <laughs> I hate Bob Geldof. No, no, Geldof is terrible. <laughs> He's a cat boy. He loves cats. He's all over the cats. Yeah, so this is going to be amazing. Hotbox in Chelmsford. Don't come, because only Angus is allowed to watch this gig. Yeah, the whole fine. gig is just for Angus. Yeah. But we're going to live stream it, so everyone can uh, watch what it looks like to have a mush pit of one in a ball crawl. Where's that going to be? It's going to be amazing. Stream? The whole venue is going to be full. Um... And how can people watch this live stream? They can watch it uh, on the Hotbox website or Hotbox Facebook, and they can donate to Team Angus, which is Angus' charity. On, I know awesome. we shouldn't really be having these kind of meetings on this podcast, but shouldn't we do it somewhere <laughs> where we could utilize that donation better? Maybe Twitch or something? No, because he, he already, they already, they're set up for live streaming. Oh! They're set up for live streaming. <laughs> They've got a 360, 360 degree camera. I know you normally use 720 degree cameras. But, yeah, well, you know, you'll have to you know, that's all twice. they've got. And um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. You can watch it. We're going to do a short set. Uh, Angus is going to probably be really confused and wonder why he's in a venue full of colourful balls. But yeah, it's going to be by amazing. Himself. <laughs> by himself, yeah. We're going to have a triangle pit of one. <laughs> yeah, it's just someone walking around it, walking in a triangle. <laughs> can you have one? Can you have a one edge, one corner triangle? 
was it's just gonna be someone standing there, then standing there, then standing there, then back to there. You've got to imagine <laughs> the negative space of the rest of the It's true. Maybe it's like, we should join in. Out. Just fill it full of ball crawl balls. Sorted. Ball crawl balls, yeah. yeah. Ball crawl balls. Ball crawl balls. Ball crawl balls. <laughs> What do you call them? What do you call them? What do you call them in Birmingham? Ball pits. Balls. What? What do you call them in Cheltenham? <laughs> balls. 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 Yeah. Got to be more specific. You call it ball, 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 ball pit balls. Then. Imagine if we if, if it was like thirty five thousand bowling balls and we got like a kid, <laughs> that's that could be lethal. That'd be horrendous. Ball crawl balls is not the term. Sure, it's ball pit balls, right? Oh, ball. No, because ball pit balls a pit ball in a ball. Ball pit ball. Yeah. That's no, ball, be, that'd be ball, ball pit, wouldn't it? Ball, ball, ball pit. pit ball. Yeah. That'd be ball pit ball. Ball pit. <laughs> ball, ball. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Have you got any questions for us? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're trying. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're trying to get in there. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway. Well, we, we have CDs for sale. We have merch for sale. <laughs> these, are in our, these are in our shop. What else you got there? That's uh, kids. Just... That's, that's our first album. Kids love metal. Which yes, they do. Which they do. Look at that. Oh, look at this. Actually, if I, if I get this in the right place on the camera, and then take it away. Watch this. This is like David Blaine magic. Wait, Ready? Wait, wait. Ready? Bang! <laughs> look at that. It's like the CD came like, Put that on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok, right? And this TikTok is, that. This is good. Well, that top got, um, That one's got Baby Shark on it. Stick. Is it? The two best songs. Oh, yeah. yeah, the two best ones we've done. A bit. Um, yeah, we haven't done any better than that since. And that's our second album, <laughs> which is good. This is my first metal album. And uh, this one's got... This, uh, this one's got some good ones on it. It's um, yeah. Paw, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is like. PJ Masks, um, Sleeping Bunnies, that one's good. Bear Hunt, those are good ones on yeah. there. So yeah, you can go get them on our website. Two amazing mm. albums, all on Spotify. Oh, you do the plugs at the end, don't we? It's all sorted. They're on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> You've pretty much answered everything. Well, near enough, no, I'm joking. Um, so... What have you guys been doing during lockdown then? Nothing. What have you been doing? Anything interesting and fun? Ball crawl balls. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem with ball crawl balls is you've got to rent them individually. So imagine finding <laughs> oh 35 of them. 35,000 from all different places. The logistics are insane. Different countries? 35,000 ball crawl balls. Well, they're handcrafted. Well, bear in mind, yeah. I didn't know that they, it was called ball crawl balls, so I wouldn't have found any. Well, maybe I would have, maybe that's why it took so long to get 35,000. <laughs> <laughs> They're all off of Etsy. They're all made by small batch uh, ball crawl craftspeople. Yeah. Based and, where? How many children were harmed in the creation of this? <laughs> we don't. We don't talk about it. But they did. Some did turn up wet with tears. <laughs> <laughs> in in our in our in our attempt to do good, one child, we've probably done quite a lot of harm to many children. Is what you're saying? Well, yeah, but we don't talk about it. And but not not directly. <laughs> is that way all are good for Angus like, Angus is True. Angus is awesome he's the most heavy metal person in the world so done that for it's Angus. all for him Angus. it's all for a good cause so exactly. kids in the in the sweatshops making the ball cool balls for <laughs> Angus fault really just let just let him live his life he's, he's awesome <laughs> Angus is awesome yeah um, so take us back guys where did this wonderful idea come from um, well, you, you, so you guys have clearly got children, right? You've got children. I do. Yeah. You've got children. So you, nope. you down there, are you, I don't know where you are on your one, but guy with a hat doesn't have children. Nope. You have, when did you have your children? 
Um, my oldest is 15 and my youngest is three. So. Okay, so you Ooh. would have heard the stick song, right? Oh, God, yeah. I love the stick the song. The stick song when it came out. Oh, yeah. Basically, uh, we were talking about the stick song and I said to Black Shark, someone should do a heavy metal version of this and then we did that. <laughs> it was... <clears throat> You know when the universe, everything lines up perfectly? Ricky Bow Wow said it about 3pm. I think we found a band, put a band together, yeah. recorded it, made a video, put it out on a Sunday. So that was on the Friday. What was it? Yeah. 72 hours. And then Mr. Steve Lamack himself on Six Music played it. And we sold nine t-shirts in one day. So not having a band to then having a band and being on the radio and selling t-shirts in three days. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. How it's did he discover it? Simon, Simon Cowell does it quicker. Yeah. Simon Cowell will do it. He'll record them, get them out, take all their money, and, and then yeah. file them and get them addicted to, addicted to heroin, yeah, the heroin within 12 hours. So the heroin first. <laughs> it does not mess around. And then by the end of the, by the, by the time they're addicted to heroin, he's already sacked them. You're talking about heroin, but not the birds. We're not talking about drugs. <laughs> So, how did Steve Lamack hear the song? He's a big Slay Dougie fan. He loves heavy he loves, metal. He loves Slay Dougie. So he, he was he, he just he, kept before googling. the band existed. He loved the band, like googling Slay Dougie, Slay Dougie, Slay Dougie. Oh, when's it gonna be a band? When's someone gonna do Slay Dougie as a band? And then like that, perfect time. And he went, "Oh, look, there it is. Put them on." Yeah, it was just, he was on the toilet one day, and he was just go for oh, just one last check. One last Google, Slay Dougie, and then they've uh, done it. Someone has done it now. His eyes turned to hearts, and he <laughs> the hearts, and then he played it. And then um, we we actually went to Steve Lamack's house in London, uh, at the BBC house. Yeah, and we Wogan played, House, Wogan House. Wogan right? house. <laughs> we called it back one day. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we did a session for him as well, which was quite exciting. So we That's did a live amazing. session, live on the radio. Basically in an office as well. The drums were set up in the printer room. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a fax going off next yeah. to me. It's insane. You must not have imagined when you had this idea to just, just do this cover of Stick. It would blow up to the point where you now have two albums. You're doing gigs, everything like that. Yeah. There was uh, no plan. There was no plan. That's the best things, isn't it, when they happen by mistake? Yeah. I, like, I, like, I don't know, have you guys been in bands before? Yes. It's shit, isn't it? yeah they're stick aren't they uh, it's it's bad isn't it it's not an enjoyable experience it's tough you play to like six people and, and a dog i've done a gift to one person before. i've done a i've actually we're gonna do that again in three weeks but like, <laughs> this, time, this time it's on purpose i've done a gig <laughs> to literally the other band on the tour and even the bar staff went out for a cigarette during our set <laughs> wow so, we don't have that trouble in the stay dougie uh, our first gig we sold out in three hours since it's insane crawford arms which is our spiritual home now because they do the best stick rider they do even got a barbecued stick last time they found it from a hedge fire yeah <laughs> beautiful it's like i mean that's primo that was like michelin quality stick yeah. but yeah. we sold out the crawford arms twice in one day as well which that is, is amazing. Insane. Was really good. Yeah, so that, that, it was, you know, it's, it's, it's nice vibes. We've sold out every gig except for one, I think, which was good. Yeah. So how did you all meet? Just out and about. There's not that many heavy metal dogs around, actually. Yeah. Like most, 
You know, most dogs like bar, bar har men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, that's, like a, that. that's, that's pretty much how we met. We were filling, we were the dancers for um, the video, the bar har men video, basically. Yeah. And uh, we were stunt dogs on that. And then, you know, I was wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt and you were wearing, I think, a black Sabbath t-shirt. This is before we had to get into our dog thing for the Baja men. Um, before, before they let us out, um, <coughs> we were talking about heavy metal and then we were just, oh, and then we never saw each other again until the sticks on. So where did the idea for dressing up as dogs come from then? Or, you just, or you've always what? been dogs? Well, we're always dogs. Dressing actually, up as what? If you don't... <laughs> If you're a dog and you're not wearing clothes, that's disgusting. You are. <laughs> I don't, I don't blame the dog or the strays. I blame, but the dogs are the owners, and if the owners aren't dressing them, then that's just cruel because they're walking around with their their red, red rockets out. Yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah, comes out, doesn't it? And so many, you can't so many... There's loads of naked dogs walking around. Of course, your lipstick's going to come out. Eight nipples. <laughs> Lots to cover up. Isn't it? There's, a lot, there's a lot that someone can see, like with eight nipples. Yeah. That's hard, like, there's not slipping out everywhere. Just, but, you know, some beaches, yeah. they're all right. You know, like, if you go to a nudist beach, that's fine. Take a naked dog. Other times, <laughs> great, great. dogs, please wear clothes. Yeah. Owners, clothe your animals. Yeah. Been told. Not fair. Exactly. No. And you think, like, how sensitive a dog's nose is, right? Mm. Like, if, yeah. we, if there's a dog with a naked anus in our vicinity, like, that smell is just too intense. It's not. It's too intense for us. Straight in. Yeah. No questions oh, asked. Oh, yeah, could go straight in the nose. You need some, <laughs> yeah. some sort of filter. Just a little barrier. Yeah, cloth filter. <laughs> so how, how did the dogs meet a bear? Oh, uh, he just showed up one that, day. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, he thinks it's a dog, actually. Yeah. He's got... It's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> frontal lobe damage. He's, he's also probably a serial killer as well well yeah we don't we, we don't want to tell him he's not a dog basically because we've yeah. seen him when he's uh he's angry and he's dangerous you, you know what like a bear before hibernation or when they're being very protective over there yeah. yeah. snacks you just gotta watch it yeah. don't don't rile him up so please don't don't mention to teddy yeah. wall street it's it's bad especially we're working with kids now we have to be really careful yeah i can imagine we had a, we had a lobster in the band for one day we did did you a, yeah, he yeah. said he was a sunburnt dog, and he looked like it like in, in his profile picture. But then he turned up, and it was obvious that like, he had the um, yeah, antennae. Secret, secret internet lobster. Yeah, and so he had, had all those arms. Didn't make him any better at guitar. No. And, yeah. and, and a carapace. Well, I think it was purely down to him that uh, we didn't get through on America, uh, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. Oh, did we not mention going on Britain's Got Talent? Hold on, you actually went on Britain's Got Talent? Yeah, so our first gig, actually, we said our first gig was at uh, the Crawford Arms. Uh, that's a lie. Our first gig was at the London Palladium in front of 3,000 people. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which was amazing, but we just found out how doggist uh, people are. Simon Cowell, he loves dogs. The others... Simon Cowell was, yeah, give us a big yes, big thumbs up. Really? Was like, You're through. We'll get, we'll get you your heroin. <laughs> Heron, your contract, right, just put your names on just here. Write your name down there. We own you. Here's some heron. <laughs> and uh, but Alicia Dixon, she didn't get it. You something. Yeah, David Williams being all flamboyant and, you, and straight. You know what Alicia Dixon thought it was? Scandalous. <laughs> so 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 scandalous. Yeah. He didn't like it. The, um, the racist one off of Little Britain, he didn't like it. He did it. not like it. Turns out he's racist and doggist. Yeah, he's, he hates dogs. 
And okay, was the other one? Oh, Les Dennis's wife. She didn't like it. Amanda Holden. Yeah, she didn't like it either. Yeah. But um, and the crowd really didn't like it either. I think they all got whipped up into a frenzy. But the greatest thing, I think, it's one of the best moments of my life. Is stood on the front of the stage at the Palladium, with three thousand people booing. <laughs> Simon Cow was clapping, and he had egg mayonnaise on his cheek. And he said to me, "He said to me, it's the best thing he'd seen all day." And as a, we were the last band on, or the last people on, we'd seen pretty much all of them. And yes, we were the best thing that anyone's seen all day. It was atrocious, wasn't it? <laughs> what oh, song did you perform? Who was that orange man that we met? The one oh, with catchphrase. Yeah. Who's the orange guy from Catchphrase? Mr. Chips. Not Mr. Chips. <laughs> Mr. Chips. Oh, Stephen. Stephen Mulhern. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Mulhern. Oh. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like being. He didn't like. Um... He was a good sport to an extent, mm. but we upstaged him definitely. He didn't like being humped. He really. <laughs> 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 I suppose Brit's got talents too commercial though, guys. So they just don't, pre- they don't appreciate yeah, good music. It was a nice little, uh, it was a nice little uh, day out. It wasn't actually. It was, <laughs> it was, it was the worst. It was. You remember? You know when you go to A and E? Yes. And you just sit there all day. Yeah. And you, it was that, but with oh. loads of people singing badly around you, trying and, a bit loud and crying and crying and trying and, to be and doing talent. <laughs> just wait there. So someone with a clipboard comes past, and you're like, uh, 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 is, it, "Is it my go next?" And they just right. go, oh, oh, we're going, uh, and then they come back two hours later. Oh, 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 you know, the best thing that there was, the best thing about it, unlimited chips. <laughs> <laughs> that was, um, that was right. so many chips. Stephen Mulhern ordered that. So I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it unless Mr. Chips is there. They heard, they, they heard him. <laughs> <laughs> chips, you wanted infinite chips, yeah. Which, which song did you play? Oh, it was it, We did Walking in the Air, which is our Christmas. Here's 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 how X has got talent works because we we had to audition for America's Got Talent and France's Got Talent or Francais avec l'incroyable talent. Or whatever. <laughs> right, so what they do is they say, "Can you come on our show and play Baby Shark?" And you say, "Yes, we can come on your show and play Baby Shark." Three weeks later, they say, "Can you do another song?" And you say, no. And they say, but we can't get the license for Baby Shark. Then we give them all their songs, then they say, oh, can you do an original? And we said, no, we don't do originals. We do heavy metal versions of children's songs. Yeah. Uh, And then it just goes crazy. Um, Was it, we did did an audition, didn't we, with Fred Durst? It wasn't really Fred Durst. It was a bloke who looked like him from America's Got Talent. (laughs) And uh, basically the plan was, because they couldn't do any, well, they, they wanted us, but they didn't want to pay us to go to LA because like five dogs you know it's a lot isn't it you got to get those cages on the plane special conditions transatlantic yeah. yeah. you got to keep it warm and there's like, the rider demands the amount of sticks they've got to put in and stuff like that basically it's a nightmare but then they decide oh we could just do it on zoom yeah and I don't think anyone wants to see four millionaires sitting in their mansions looking really rich telling people they're rubbish in their kitchens do they no, no exactly so they decided not to do it in the end and then Francis got talent we just gave up on them, didn't we? I, do you know what? We're, the problem is, I think people, a lot of people want to be famous. And so they're so used to like telling people like who are auditioning for the show, oh, do this, do this, do this. And people just do it. Yeah. And then they come to us and we're like, well, no, we're not going to do it. And they, they are just kind of like shocked and they don't know what to do, do they? That's it. They, said, like, they said, can you crawl on all fours? Onto stage or so, we said, no, we, we're bipedal dogs. 
Yeah. We do not crawl. And they're like, but dogs crawl. It's like, no, dogs don't play guitar either, but we've evolved. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, we do it, you do it because it's the experience of doing it. But then when you think back, you're like, maybe we probably should not have done it. Yeah. It's like, we just fed into that horrible world of like exploiting people who exploit people's dreams. Like there was people at, like going back to this Brit's got talent thing. There were people there that their, their, it was like their whole life depended on this audition and this moment. And they were kind of just herded around like cattle and just chucked into like holding pens. And they were called the holding pen. Like it was just, mm. And can you go stand over there and look tired or can you go stand over there and <laughs> smile but don't make any noise look like you're chatting so you're like uh, and all these people come back you know like when you go to the swimming pool there's a flume like a slide yeah, yeah. you've got a slide going out that's lubricated with people's tears <laughs> being outside yeah so they just get on that cry slide out into the bin and then um, then that's it back yeah. into the streets of soho and that's why there are so many prostitutes and drag addicts in soho <laughs> So did you guys get approached for that then, or did you or did you apply for well, it? Well, here's a little TV secret. There's not auditions. They just find people and they just say, "Do you want to come on Britain's Got Talent?" Yeah. Really? We don't go. go we don't go on for it. There's no like. Send, there's probably an email. You go if you want to be on next series. It goes to an email address that never gets read. They've got researchers that just contact people that have put videos on Facebook or YouTube, and they've got a bit of a following already. And then they just like go, oh, well, if we can get them on, they'll use their social media to get people watching wow. the show. Oh, I'm going to be on this week. Oh, I'm going to be on this week. Fuck and then they, they, they tell you, like, didn't they? They, they, they? We never got on the actual show, but they were like, oh, yeah, you're on next week. You're on next week. You're on next week. And then on the week we were meant to be on, who comes on dressed as dogs mm. performing um, rock music or music? Mm. Anton, and then, Anton, Anton Deck. Anton Deck. He's not just, a real man. Yeah, she just ripped off like <laughs> this, like they ripped off Slay Doggy, and then didn't put us on the show. They just took and it was exactly. We, we, we're on oh, the, we're on the show for half a second once on one of the little stings of what's going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. Let, let me tell you, this is an industry secret. Ant is not a real ant. We met him. He's <laughs> <laughs> not exactly man sized. He's definitely not ant sized. And I think um, the whole rumor about him having an exoskeleton is a lie. He's a <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, he can't carry twenty times his own weight either. No, certainly. <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, he was interesting. I tell you what, though, Deck carries him a bit, though. Oh, more talent is not an alcoholic drug. Shots fired. But he he he, he definitely he, he's done really well. To to come back from all those those um, that drinking and stuff. We uh we uh, <laughs> he, he had he had a bit of a haunted look on his face when the cameras were off. It's like he was yeah, a robot. Yeah, he was like a robot that went. Ooh. You know when robot. <laughs> you know when robot has to sit down and have his um baby food in the chair. Yeah. It was like when the cameras aren't on, Deck has to go back into his baby food chair. <laughs> And then the cameras come out. And he's like, springs back up, like, oh, hi. <laughs> he's just sat there shaking. So here's, a, here's, a, here's how Got Talent works: is uh, people with no talent get invited <laughs> onto a TV show, dream crushed in front of a live studio audience, yeah. and then get their dreams crushed again when it's put out on TV to millions of people. Yeah, it's so weird that because they, they approach you and then go, "Well, you're shit," so no, off you go. Exactly. This is how it works. Like, Lee. Uh, you've probably seen our baby shark video right yes yeah that's got about 30 million views or something 
which is pretty good. Amazing, yeah, like, impressive. Oh, baby Shark, we love it. Come and play Baby Shark, but don't play Baby Shark. Play another song that's going to be as good, and don't play that. Oh. Anyway, we got to play hardcore, and Ricky Bow Wow, the loudest bark in the world, got to bark in front of three thousand confused pensioners <laughs> at the Palladium. <laughs> And, you know, that was worth it. And uh, that was it. We never saw the lobster again. Yeah, the lobster that. didn't come back. Right. Amanda oh. Holden really, really didn't like the lobster. She's like, why is there a lobster on stage? <laughs> We're like, well, we don't know either. She couldn't handle it. She's like, why is there a lobster? He followed us. It was, it was it, yeah, it was, for me, it was one of those experiences that we've done it. But if we wasn't, if, like, if, it, if it mattered, then it would have been hell. Yeah. But because it was just like, well, we could just do it. The only thing I'm sad about is what I wanted a photo. I just want a photo of us on stage. So, so yeah, they didn't give us so, any of the rushes, no. nothing, which is a bit, I think, a bit harsh. I've like, got one photo, memory of it. One photo know. with Black Shark and Ricky Bowwell with Stephen Mulhern post humping with him trying <laughs> to try his hardest to yeah. smile. You can see his makeup running as well. <laughs> he is honestly, he's like he's like fifty or something. He's cased he's in cased makeup. One inch of foundation all over him, his whole yeah. body. <laughs> It's like, honestly, he could go to space and be all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he didn't get COVID purely because he's just got a face mask built into uh, of makeup. He can't it penetrate have... his skin. You know in um, uh, Goldfinger, when she they paint the woman gold and yeah. she dies? That's how he should be dead. Beige finger. Beige finger. <laughs> and like they have to they crack it off him and it's like a beige Easter egg with his... <laughs> It. It's like you know when you get like you see those people with full body casts and then they carve them out of it and they just step out of it like that. Yeah, <laughs> body cast a foundation. Yeah. <laughs> like a mummy. It's like, shedding, it's like a snake shedding its skin. At, it, like, yeah. like, Mulherney just gets a little bit bigger each day. Right underneath it. Yeah. You see, like they've been going on about all the rivers being polluted and stuff in England, right? Well, yeah. Have you noticed the rivers have been getting worse since Stephen Mulherney's been on telly? <laughs> So is TV. Honestly, there's so much foundation yeah, yeah. in the rivers now. That's where you get brown trout. All the trout were rainbow trout before. <laughs> now, now it's just brown trout in all the rivers. Beige trout, yeah. Yeah, beige trout, yeah. So, <laughs> that's not mud at the bottom and silt. It's like actual foundation. See, there's whole deltas coming out of the Thames now. It's just bathing in it. Beige deltas. <laughs> So, were you I was going to go find a lamp post. Should, should, should we stop for a second? I shall carry on. I'll just carry on. Go for it. So were you in you any other bands have before? You asked, have you asked any questions yet? Well, we're trying. <laughs> but we love it. Because there's people listen to us on the show anyway. So the interview is mainly about you guys. So we, we like it. Amazing. you got the two best ones as well. Ozzy well, Osbourne and... Uh, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He lives down the road. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Wall Street's not allowed to talk. And uh, Teddy Wall Street can't talk. He's just not oh, okay. banned from talking. And Muttley Crew's a guitarist. He's just really nice and earnest. And he'll, you get him on, he'll tell you the real stuff. Words here to have fun. So. Yeah. Yeah. It gives too much away. He'll, he'll, he'll take you behind the curtain. Wisdom oh, okay. Behind, yeah. behind the, the dog. Exactly, yeah. So any, anyone yeah. got any questions, send them to Muttley Crew's on Instagram. He'll tell you the real stuff. Cool. Well, then. So were any of you guys in other bands before Slay Doggy? Oh, yeah. Loads of bands. But, you know, like, that's like, you know, when you're in a when you're a dog and you're in a band with humans, there can be all sorts of frictions, you know, like things like work work ethic stuff like that. You know, like a one hour practice that's seven hours for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
such a long time, isn't it? It's people are like, oh, let's have a practice for three hours. No, that's 21 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost all my day there. <laughs> Crazy. So, you know, it's very difficult in, like, career progression and stuff, you know. Things have got to happen a lot quicker with a dog. Yeah. Like, you know, you can be in a band and break up with the band, like, within, like, one day. I imagine band. you get petted a lot as well. Petted a bit, yeah. No, it's, yeah. A, bit, it's a bit humiliating, like, yeah. sessions and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we've all been in a lot of bands, but um, don't really like to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to talk about them, you know, uh, really, isn't it? I was, I was friends yeah, with it the... Um, too much away. I have been friends with the uh, British Sea Power brown bear and polar bear in the past as well, which was very nice. Um, they're, t they're awesome. You know, like, like, that's the only good bit about British Sea Power, isn't it? I, I've never listened to them. You've so. never listened to them? Nope. I know who they are, but I've yeah, never they're listened good. to them. Yeah, they're good. They've got like a polar bear. It's really fun. And he comes out and everyone cheers and gets really excited. Was <laughs> <laughs> it like uh, Eddie with Iron Maiden, but just He's very version. much like Eddie, yeah, yeah. Imagine he's... being in a band where the only thing that gets people cheering is a polar bear. No. <laughs> actually, actually, one of my Black Shuck claims to fame when uh, the headline of a festival, I played the uh, air raid siren. That was good. So, you know, start with an air raid siren, get everyone hyped up, bring the bear out on the end. Brilliant. We've just gimmicks, got that just the gimmicks. whole, whole show. Well, we got to get that gimmick with the balls, but apart from that, we were we, rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. So, what uh, bands influenced you? Like, are your favourite sort of bands to listen to? I'd say Eat Dirt are the best band by far. Just a no. major influence. The, <laughs> the the stinger in Eat Dirt is terrible. No, he's he's probably got. I, I'd say if he was a dog, he'd have the loudest. <laughs> 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 Human, no, the, I said if he was a dog, yeah, he'd have the loudest. As a human, he's got the loudest, longest scream, shout. Human bark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got the loudest human, human bark. Eat dirt, I mean, eat dirt is good advice for dogs. It's very good for your digestive system. It is, it is yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, they, they say don't wash your vegetables. Well, I wash my, it gets smelly if you don't wash them. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> 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 oh, I have to check out Eat Dirt now. Then I think that might have to be done later. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think he's a great vocalist. I mean, he's not—he's nothing on me. But, you know, he's—he's he's good. Yeah, then the band are all right, I guess. Uh, I don't know. They're not as good as dogs, really. No, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, they're not dogs. The uh, the drummer looks like R two D two made out of ham. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm going to see now. I want to see that. <laughs> But the one of the guitarists doesn't get on with him because he's a vegan. Oh, yeah. He hates ham. <laughs> I can imagine no, dogs hate vegans. It's, it's, it's like someone's made a dustbin out of ham and put it behind the drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, wonderful. They're fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's been in bands and stuff, but yeah. no, none as none as amazing as Slay Duggy. Oh well, yeah, that's the thing. I think none as as I'm going to say instant instantaneously popular. No. Uh, so, it's, not, it's not being like arrogant or anything. That's just it. Just happened to be popular quite. Quickly. It took three days and you're on the radio. Yeah, you can't yeah. really. They fail fast, don't they? Honestly, if honestly, we always say this. It's Steve Lamac's fault, right? So like, we it, did we did the thing, put it out. Po it was popular, but if Steve Lamac hadn't played it, we probably wouldn't have continued. It just yeah. would have been just fun. Break up, just go back and be normal dogs somewhere else again. You know, chase some sticks and stuff. Yeah. We did that, and then we said, "What song do you want?" And he said, "Sarah and Duck." So we went and did Sarah and Duck. Slightly yep. less popular and carried on less and less and less and less, less popular. 
but you know, he he played this, he kept playing the songs, so we kept doing yeah. them. And then um, then Baby Shark came along. That was a sleeper. Had been out for six months, and then one day um, I said, "Let's do it." Yeah, but you he guys went, do it. What would why? And I said, "Do it," and it went. So we did Baby Shark. We did it before Leo, even though Leo got all the praise for it. Mm. But um, we did it before Leo, and uh, we put it out. And then yeah, it's middling. But then one day, Uni Lad, I think it was, and Music Life shared it. Yeah. 30 million. Unbelievable. That's would more you have, people that live in Europe. Would you, <laughs> would you ever go back and do like older kids' songs? We have TV Oh, well, look out, album three's coming. Well, album two, we've done that. Oh, though, yeah, look, yeah, album two. So let's have a look on the camera, shall we? Oh, let's look, do it. Maybe, may, maybe tomorrow from uh, Little List Hobo, their number track. 14, yeah. I don't yeah. remember this hover. I, mean, so I don't remember that either. And, yeah, dogs can't look up either. Um, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. And actually, we couldn't get that license, so I had to get in contact with the guy that sung it and uh, had a lovely chat with him. So that was good. Um, and uh, what else we got in here? You got a friend in me? That's, oh, uh, yes, from Toy Story, yeah. From the Toy Stories. That was awesome. Watch that earlier. List that yeah, earlier that, that's a fun one. I can't remember what else we got in there, but, you know, that's a, there's a... Oh, pinball number count. Yeah. From um, Sesame Street. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, you know that? Yeah. The pinball song. I didn't watch Sesame Street. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. <laughs> <laughs> that one was, yeah, that was good. And what have we got on the other one? Where's the other oh, CD? No, that's all new That's ones. all new stuff. That's all new stuff. So on the... On the um, oh, no, I'm a Shape. That's quite... I'm a Shape, yeah. It's a bit classic. Uh, so on the new album, you've got a few older, older ones. Uh, a lot of people request stuff like Thundercats and we say well you know yeah. what's it for this is this is a song for an adult it's not a song for a kid yeah so you know let's keep it for kids yeah it's fair not we're not reliving your youth you know like we have Funko Pops on your shelf and stuff you know? <laughs> no wrong with those <laughs> are there any songs that you've really no yeah what have you got which ones have we got which one they're uh, Blue, Blue Ranger from Power Rangers yeah well funnily enough I was discussing uh, with uh, Motley Cruz earlier. Sent me, sent me the guitar solo from Power Rangers. Oh, please, that would be unbelievable. I don't know. It might. It be. is a jam, the, man. The, that is a good it, song. It, it is, but the thing about Power Rangers and Pokemon, we're both awesome. <laughs> and Thundercats, they're all pretty rocky already. Yeah, but so it's better. It's better or... taking. It's better taking the um, you know, something that's like a bit twinkly and soft and make it aggressive. So uh, yesterday, someone on Twitter said, my kid wanted to listen to music in the car and we searched Sarah and Duck. And then Sir, Slay Dougie came on and he said... Amazing. He said he was so happy. He didn't know about Slay Dougie. And he was happy because he was just expecting to have... Like, Sarah, I, I can't remember how it was. Sarah and Duck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he must have been happy in his car. That's good. So yeah, uh, stuff that isn't already heavy. But yeah, maybe Power Rangers. Because you can... Could you approach like a breakdown? Because it's, it's it's just there's no it's just plain vocals, isn't it? There's no screaming or shouting. You could put like breakdowns and stuff in it. Not I'm telling you what to do. Do you know what I mean? How's it I go, just... Tom? How's it go? What was it? It's go go Power Rangers, isn't it? So yeah. yeah. I used to have that. I used to be in a band called Disco Bitch, and we used the sample of that in our song. Amazing. Are there any songs you've really wanted to do but just couldn't quite make it work? In turn into a hardcore song. Uh, mainly just didn't make it work because of lack of effort. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, um, we've got a list of about 50 songs uh, that we're 
they're uh, in various states of being thought about. But I don't know. I don't know any of those songs. They don't tell. They don't share anything with me until it's like ready to go. Basically, Black Shuck and uh, Teddy Wall Street are in, in, the, in the lab, getting stuff ready. But those songs. I'm on the fringes, looking in. Busy dog. <laughs> He's a busy dog. dog. Doing other things. Got that many, bark. Many irons in the fire. All we got to do is just <laughs> set the mic up wherever we are, whatever studio we're in. Phone him up, Ricky. Do your bark. Bark. It don't even the microphone. <laughs> pick it up, little. Just... Put a little cone around the microphone and hold it in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> so the only one that you don't know what they are, though. Huh? If you say you're on the fringes, so like you, you, you... start barking them. Yeah. yeah. What songs would you like apart from uh, Power Rangers, which is a very good one? Uh, off the top of my head, fuck. Um, Jamie, Don't swear, Tom. It's rude. Sorry, sorry, um, I apologise. Jamie, I, I... Jamie, I would love to hear a hardcore version of Bing. Bing. Yeah. Mate, Bing's though, got it? nothing. It's just that's just an empty proposition. What do you want? Just, just to hear you shouting those words, that's what I mean. Come on, Sula! What is it anyway? I can't actually go, it goes off the top of my head now. Bing's in purgatory, uh, is enslaved a sack. Sad I don't know, sack. what is it? It with... looks like Sad Sack what? from the. What's it? From the. What was it? What was Sad Sack from? I don't know. Anyway, but Bing, <laughs> in Bing, why do animals have pets as well? It's like Peppa Pig as well. Animals have pets, don't they? So Peppa Pig, doesn't yeah. they have a pet chameleon or something? What sort yeah, of they've got a pet there? hamster at some point. Though. It's like Planet of the Apes, isn't it? Where like animals have <laughs> evolved to enslave other animals. It's dark. Kids shouldn't be watching that. And Bing's the worst. Bing's like the end of Lost, right? The last episode of Bing, you're going to find out they're all in, they're all like in limbo. They're, they've actually all been <laughs> dead the whole time. That is a fear. I've had that fear before. Did you read that, ever read that essay that girl wrote about um, Rugrats? No. I think I've heard about this. Yeah, it's it's all Angelica's like, Nightmare or something. All Angelica's Nightmare, yeah. No. Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really yeah. like, it's Tommy like, and Chucky are really dead and stuff like that. It's yeah, fucking dark. Right. Stu's in the, in the basement always building toys because he's trying to like make make up for his like something about like Tommy being gone or something like that it's crazy and Phil and Lil were stillborns or something it's crazy oh my days yeah it's really you know, fucked up some, someone did like a whole report on it like I put it online like it's must have been about 15 years ago now. and the mu- music from Rugrats was written by Devo Mark Mothersbell really yeah, amazing which is why it's awesome useless bit of information there but... oh. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant <laughs> where everyone was like, "Oh wow, that's oh, really wow, cool. yeah, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. you so Black Shark, uh, cool. really cool, it's so interesting, so interesting, love yeah. that bit of knowledge there about." <laughs> so we touched, we touched earlier about the gigs. That's Debo, isn't it? So we we touched on it earlier about the. <laughs> Craft work. I, 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 it is craftwork. Okay. It is craftwork. I'm going to sing Whip It to you and uh, get the birds. Get the birds out. No, whip it. Whip it. No, it's not. That's about... Give the dog a welt. <laughs> <laughs> that song Whip It is about a dog that he was in love with. Oh, yeah, the Whip It. Yeah, it's a Greyhound racing song. Where the dog comes along, it's a Whip It. <laughs> Whippets are good. <laughs> uh, so, 
we were talking about your gigs that you've done earlier on and stuff like that. Um, I've, I've seen pictures from the kids dressed in corpse paint and everything like that. How do the kids react to it, though? Because obviously hardcore music's not something the average three they, to five-year-old listens to. They either absolutely love it, and I'd say 90% of them absolutely love it, 8% of them just go, just stand there, like, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> and about 2% of them cry. I was going to oh. say, you've got to have some criers. It's funny, like, you know, if you blow a whistle, right, a dog's going to react to it. Yeah. Kids just react as soon as they hear heavy metal. They don't know what so it is, mad. but it's in, it's in their nature. It's in the human nature. It's ingrained to into the metal. Metal. Oh. metal. It's ingrained in children. As soon as they hear it, that's it. It's crazy time, yeah. right? Everyone's a metaler, just parents try and shield their kids from metal. Yeah. Which is go just listen to grime music or no. some other oh, look, rubbish. Here's Jay Jay-Z, Z's the black album on the Glockenspiel. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what? Weezer is a bit too intense. Let's play it on a xylophone. No, let's not play Weezer to our kids because we don't want them to get beaten up at school. Um, <laughs> are, they, are they ready for some Kasabian? Oh, calm down, Tarquin. He's worshipping the devil! <laughs> no, the singer from Kasabian is a wife beater, so let's not. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be listening no. to that guy. No, absolutely not. All about that. I don't think my, 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 my puppy, my first puppy, I don't think he'll ever forgive me because the first gig he ever saw was Kasabian. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. He terrible. cried the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he, he was asleep. He was asleep. I've seen Kasabian um, and I was so unimpressed that I went on one of the roller coasters and uh, that <laughs> and that was better. And I'm not a massive fan of those roller coasters that go upside down and just hang up there. And it was just better than Kasabian. But then it broke down, <laughs> right? This is a true story. The roller coaster broke down. I was upside down watching Kasabian because the music <laughs> went off on the ride so I could hear Kasabian. So I was upside down Watching Kasabian on a broken roller coaster that I didn't even want to be on. And you think about how sensitive a dog's ears are. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it must be the worst day ever. Yeah. It's quite irresponsible than letting a dog go on a roller coaster, to be fair. You think that, but it's red in February. It's lawless, mate. Do what you want. Very good point, actually. Dogs getting, dogs getting free as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roller coasters, I'd pay six quid for that. Yeah, six quid. Yeah, dogs getting free to the festival. Yeah. I've been stealing people's drinks though. Yeah. So do, you know, bit... do you know what's better, like for dogs like Reading, because you don't want to go to Leeds. <laughs> You're not free to go wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that joke. I feel the only one that did like that joke, but I did like that joke. Alright. He's giving up on that joke. That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> we will never look, we will never, ever play Leeds Festival. <laughs> so what's upcoming for Slade Dougie then? Obviously, once COVID and all that's gone away, what, what's next? Well, let's talk about COVID, shall we? Created by cats. <laughs> Probably is, do they? Cat coronavirus. Um, basically, <laughs> cats, we all know cats are jealous of dogs. And I think at the start of this year, Slade Dougie had... Slay Dougie had a good trajectory going on. We had some gigs booked in, big things were happening. Uh, we had a lot of, lot of energy behind us. No cat bands were doing well. Were they? I can't, nope. No. No, no cat no. bands. So, well, in fact, the one musical, cat-based musical event that happened was Cats the Film. It was oh, the, the worst, worst thing ever. And, <laughs> and, and a big blow to cat music as well. Keyboard Cat died this year as well. Who? Keyboard oh, he did? Cat. I forgot about that. Buh, 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 buh. I think, yeah. So that was, all, 
So keyboard cat died, and then uh, basically, so we had some nice gigs, but things were going well. Got a bit, of, got a bit of energy behind us, and then cat coronavirus just killed it. They just killed the jealousy. They just released it, and that's it. Yeah, stopped all the fun. And that's the real conspiracy. And that's the real conspiracy. <laughs> so next year, maybe it's a diff- it's difficult. It's difficult to get bookings at the moment because venues don't know when they're going to open. We are going to be announcing some shows soon. Uh, hopefully we'll finish our new album, but you know, we just do it when we want really yeah. difficult, difficult times, but, um, those yeah. cats, someone really, really, someone needs to have a word with them. Fuck cats. It wouldn't surprise me if cats did start to say. Well, probably, you know, you know how cats enslave humans, right? Oh yeah. I've got a cat. So yeah, I know. Have you? Do you know about that? Toxoplasmosis. A um, cat, having a cat in your house is more dangerous than a 5G mast. <laughs> 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 Tail up, it's a tail up, it's got four legs, so it's got a um, stronger, stronger stance. Tail up, like a 5G mast, will go around, toxoplasmosis, little brain worms going in you, the cats, you're under the cat's control. Get rid of it, straight away. I'd love to get rid of it, the Wi-Fi won't let me. Should it, just get rid of it, get a dog, get a dog instead. <laughs> Snap yeah. its neck. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, do that. I didn't say anything. We don't condone violence nothing. against cats. I didn't say anything. They don't like pepper. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, put a bit of pepper (laughs) out, and it will never come back. Get the cat near some pepper. (laughs) Swift, swift twist. Cat will go. Swift twist of the pepper. (laughs) Cats don't like cocktail shakers, do they? Wonderful. And cucumbers as well. Cats don't like cucumbers. So yeah, put a cucumber by the cat flap, and then the cat won't ever come back in. Dog will eat that. That's Dog a great idea, actually. Dog will eat Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. What's your cat called? Amadala. Yeah, I've heard that one. Oh, that's one of the bad ones. Yeah. She's definitely one of the bad ones. She's evil. They're not even a real armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> Armadillo. Exactly. Not even a real armadillo. I want to be. Oh yeah, I'm going to sound tough like armadillo. Armadillos. Yeah. Crunching oh. the outside, soft and inside. Armadillos. I'm more. I still love that advert. Right. So before we get out of here, we've just got some quick fire six questions. Speed answers. Answer as quick as you can. Is this a quiz? Is this points? Is it quiz? Can we do points again? It, it's it's opinion based, so no points. You can have points between you if you want to choose a winner. Tell you what, I'll ask him. Tom decides a winner, which answers he prefers. Okay. There you go. Favourite cheese? Cheddar. Dog cheddar. Okay. Made out of dog milk. Tom, would you rather eat cheddar cheese or dog cheese? Go on. Definitely <laughs> cheddar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat dog cheese. Dog cheese Vita is delicious. <laughs> Dogs did. Yeah, that'd be very wrong. Dog cheese would probably yeah. be white. Mm. Why? Mm. What's wrong with dog milk? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what do you think dogs should be weaned on human milk? Well, not, hu- <laughs> not, not human. <laughs> dog, dog cheese. Dog cheese. <laughs> I'm trying to think dog cheese puns now. Stop pushing, stop pushing, um, <laughs> pushing your human values on dogs. <laughs> weird, man. This is how bovine, bovine's men get started. Trying to make horses drink no cow milk or something. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite gig you've been to? You know, like dog cheese. 
if you get it from a chihuahua, <laughs> it's like, um, it's it could be like hard. It's like hard. It's like hard. It's natural cheese. Cheese from a St. Bernard. Oh, delicious. Free range mountain. <laughs> and it's sweat. It's like mozzarella. It's like delicious. Put it on your pizza. <laughs> Oh, I'm actually quite hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, favorite gig you've been to? Probably Slay Dougie. <laughs> um, I'm not sure which one, but all of them were very good. Uh, can I tell you the best? My probably the, my favorite gig ever was at Brixton Academy, and it was Fishbone and Biohazard and Bad Brains and Doggy Dog, and that is the lineup for me. That's my dream I, lineup. I forgot all about Doggy Dog. I supported Dog Eat Dog two years ago in another band. It wasn't Slay Dougie, but that was quite funny. I don't know John, my favourite gig of all time. John Connor had cornrows. He's like 50 and he's got the cornrows. <laughs> There's still no fronts though, you know. It's probably their t-shirts. Just just a back. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. Fair I enough. Don't know what my favourite gig is. Probably Eat Dirt, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Eat Dirt one was the best one? Oh, I don't know. They sold out show at the Black Heart that's available to watch on YouTube, probably. Um, yeah. Live, the live DVD. Well, it's not the DVD. Live it's DVD. Like, <laughs> the live DVD that, uh, that, that had no physical copies. <laughs> <laughs> what were your favourite things? Arno oh, Core. God. Actually, Arno Core was one of the best ones. We love Arno Core. So I never got to see Arno Core. I know of them. I know people at the cinema. I never got to Darling go. Castle. They are... They were the greatest band of all time. There might be no effects at two days a week festival in Slovenia. I, w I saw the Beastie Boys once at the ICA, which was amazing. 300 cool. people. Yeah. That was well good. I saw no. the Beastie Boys twice in one day once. That was brilliant. How did you manage that? It was a um, best of Dog all. years. It was a best of all. They did a punk and hip hop set in the, the the headline of the night before, and then they did a funk set first band on the next day. So it was like two gigs in that's good. twelve That's good. Twelve hours. Awesome. Did they just the stage set up? No, because the, oh, the, the, the funk sort of an instrumental. They have like a different setup, don't they? With like yeah. all like carnival lights up and stuff. MCA RIP. Probably one of the uh, saddest uh, passings ever. The only pop star passing I care about. So what do you think about that? Shreddy Rockspin. <laughs> he said he fucked out at the time. He's on a K-hole. <laughs> yeah. If you could only listen to one album ever again, which one would it be? I reckon it might be White Pony by Deftones. Oh, what an album in, that is. In agreement. I think White Pony's got the best three songs in a row ever of any album ever. Or that, I reckon, or um, Iowa by Slipknot, maybe. Oh, it's another belt. Incredible album. I'm going to be... I'm, I'm going to say... Like him, no, I do like Slipknot, but I like. I, I think Deftones, White Pony, probably. Yeah, yeah White Pony is my go-to. It's, but... it's more dynamic as an album. There's a bit more going on. Like it's not the same fucking little uh, segue. There's a certain passenger on there who uh, who sings on Lateralus, which is probably my all-time favourite, which I could really? listen to forever. By Tool, obviously. Oh, Tool, Lateralus. It's a spiral. I like to fall asleep. It's a spiral. It's a Fibonacci sequence. Do you know what? I listen. Why? Do you know how I get to sleep? Uh, no. I listen to people talk about how much they love Tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so unique. They're so good at music. Oh, yeah. Not that good. You can't put an album together that quick, can you? <laughs> that, it takes ages crafting all of those weird time signatures. <laughs> oh. yeah. And get, getting Maynard. When that new Tool album... No, because Maynard... Maynard has got 28 bands. 
<laughs> Maynard has always said, I'm just waiting for them. I just have to wait for them. I'm waiting for them the whole time. And he, does, he goes, oh, we're recording. We, oh, I've just had the tracks. I'm going to write the lyrics now. And he recorded the vocals and the album came out. It's Justin, it's Justin Chamberlain's drums take like 20 years to set up because there's so many weird little bits, like weird bits of African percussion and stuff on there. Oh, it's self-indulgent crap. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, I've, I've never been a fan at all. No. There we go. So, you got, did I win that round as well then? Your, your yeah. brains don't comprehend the Fibonacci. Best Death Tones went over straight away. Best TV theme ever. Going for going for gold. I used to love that when I was younger, going for gold, weirdly. I don't know where the best TV feed is on. The time is right. Is that going for gold? I don't remember going for gold. Um, I don't know, but I do think that if you put the bill at the end of uh, anyone talking and you put the bill on, it's quite funny. Yeah, I used to put the bill theme music at the end of like, someone's piece of camera. <laughs> Everything's so much more fun. <laughs> I don't I like know why. The, the thing into brush strokes was good with Jacko. I don't know. Howard's <sighs> Way, that was a good one. Uh, yeah, there's a few good ones. Um, probably the A team, though. No, oh, that's a good shout. Or Airwolf. I think they're probably not two of the best ones. Oh, Red to Wolf. Yeah, when did they update the music? Was it seriously? Oh, right? <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, I think Red to Wolf's pretty good. Um, I don't know. One of those things we said. I'm definitely going to try that, the bill out where people start talking to me now. That'll be absolutely we, amazing. Um, we uh, we used to do gigs with a band called Bum Gravy, who were, <laughs> what? Who were that's Mel such a shit name. <laughs> well, Bum Gravy were Melody Maker's <laughs> favourite band ever. And the last last uh, issue of Melody Maker, it was all about Bum Gravy, about how they were the best band ever. And they used to have the bill as a sample in one of their songs. So yeah, there you go. Bum gravy. Mm. Mm. Good Essex band, that bum gravy. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lethal. I know. Do you know what a good Essex band is? What's that? Yeah, that uh, just recently, um, big uh, like resurgence of Essex hardcore bands from my mate's podcast, Then and Now podcast. So if you guys are into UK hardcore, yeah, um, there's a podcast called Then and Now. And he's basically revisiting all the old Essex hardcore bands, like Understand, Stands to Reason, um, Depeche Mode, Above <laughs> 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 All, which uh, they were signed to Road Runner, um, Doctor Feel Good, Doctor Feel Good. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, you should definitely check that out. Any listeners that are actually into hardcore, then check that out. Uh, but Understand just re-released their first album on vinyl and it cost me 30 quid because they only shipped from Germany. Wow. Well, they could have just bought it around. Wow. Yeah, I had to get it from Germany. But yeah. What was the question? What's the most expensive vinyl you've bought yeah, recently? That, yeah. <laughs> Art Attack or Mr. Maker? Art Attack. One of my yeah, friends just... used to draw out the, uh, the pencil lines for Neil Buchanan for his big Art Attack things. That's a little TV secret. Really? You I feel like you just them. smashed on my childhood. Even, uh, even at a st standard definition, you could see yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they it on 4K. Yeah. The whole artifice like is gone. Line. It looks like you know, a study Sharpie. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Banksy. 
Well, he is, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. He's Banksy. Well, no one's ever seen Neil Buchanan and Banksy in the same room. Yeah. I love well, that. If you yeah. go on Neil Buchanan's website, literally the first thing it says is, Neil Buchanan is not Banksy. <laughs> How often do you go on there? I tried to contact him to get him on as a guest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have yeah. you heard uh, Maze on his metal band? Um, yes, nope. I heard them years ago. Though. Yeah, they played the Cliffs Pavilion in South End, and I went to see them, and they were not very uh, enjoyable when I left. Once you'd seen Neil Buchanan shredding on a neon guitar, you're like, oh, well, you can play guitar. Right, okay. Oh, here's a picture, you knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Jamie, best Buchanan, Mitch or Neil? <laughs> oh, Mitch. Who's, who's Mitch Buchanan? He, he, ran around, he ran around in slow motion with CJ. Oh, David Hasselhoff, innit? Yeah. David Hasselhoff and Baywatch. Uh, okay, yeah, I didn't watch Baywatch. Some people still... Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I did, that's yeah, the best TV theme. Yeah. That's the best yeah. 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 <laughs> Some people stand in the darkness. Step <laughs> into the light. <laughs> Some people want... I think so. Brilliant. Play us out with that. We will. Yes. Done. We'll run slow motion down the South End beach. Yeah. Our lipsticks flapping in the wind. <laughs> really scratching the camera. Lens. It is very cold. It is very cold outside. <laughs> oh, right. Last one. As we already touched him on earlier. In the kids' show Bing, we touched on him, not touched him. Uh, in the kids' show Bing, what the hell is flop? He's well, do you think Mark Rylance in the bedroom with his wife shouts, come on, flop? <laughs> <laughs> I do now. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Oh, he had a bit of guy from um, that other programme took over, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they changed the voice, didn't they? Yeah. What's the, what was the guy with the... the uh... Flop is clearly, he's care Bing's carer. Right, I don't Apparently. know. He's, he's being slave, isn't he? Oh God, he's he's got the patience of a saint. Well, it's a bit like uh, Kim Jong Il, you know, like <laughs> you were his slave, you just had to do whatever, like go to the sure, thing yeah. and be like, oh, Kim Jong Il, oh, you dropped your ice cream. Oh. <laughs> oh, you've locked yourself in the cupboard at the shop. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. oh you're putting blood to my fingernails. Oh, uh, it, a saint is what bit, uh, flop is. He's a saint. I like first probably pretty accurate because I would have killed Bing by now. Yeah, definitely. I mean with the salt and pepper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have made salt and pepper, bit of margaritas, you know. Yeah. Wonderful. Rock kick. What is Bing? Bing's a rabbit, isn't he? Did you put salt on him? Like a slug. No, but you could probably cook him in a pie. Yeah, exactly. Mr Mr. Todd would do it and uh, Peter Rabbit, wouldn't he? He'd, he'd get that rabbit. He's not as cunning as Peter. <laughs> Wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Before we get out of it, is there any plugs, any social medias you want to, everyone to go to and whatnot? At Slay Dougie. Uh, yeah, Slay Dougie. But the really important thing is to this charity gig. Yeah, at definitely. The Hot Box on the 25th of October, 2pm. Tune in. We're going to raise more money than Live Aid. So um, <laughs> probably like we 500 quid, 600, 600 quid would be wicked. Like Angus needs a lot of money. He's already raised a hundred thousand, which is pretty amazing. Oh, wow, that's incredible! So, you know, he has, he has to have a lot of special treatment. Angus didn't have a pulse for thirty minutes. He's an absolute legend. Yeah, 
He's, 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 gangster, he's, he's the most heavy metal person ever. Imagine yeah. having no pulse for 30 minutes and still being rocking. crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sure Ozzy Osbourne's probably done that. Yes. Probably yeah. was. Ozzy Osbourne wasn't in a lay-by on the A120 <laughs> in Essex. True. So, you know, he's probably in a posh hotel somewhere. So, yeah. you know, that's wicked. Tune into that. Team Angus, make some donations. Uh, I'm going to see if we can get a screen so people can send us messages. So, yeah. send us like dog messages and stuff. Yeah. Or we can all go, look at the amount of ball crawl balls you've got in there. Yeah. We will count them individually if anyone wants. <laughs> yeah. Every pound that's donated. Maybe we'll get like a totalizer, like a church. Yeah, what we should. How much, you, how, how much do those balls cost into rent? I can't say. It's, we're sponsored by Ball Mania. We have done a very, very good deal. <laughs> oh, for I was going to say, let's auction off the balls. <laughs> one, one by one. Well, I'm sure they're not going to count them individually back into the warehouse. Yeah, yeah Mania, but they pretty so much the, the live live yeah. set weren't they we've probably got to wipe them each down individually as well yeah, afterwards we've had just take them to the car wash <laughs> <laughs> well ricky bauer just stands there going what the hell is a ball crawl ball in a convertible if we get a convertible with a jacuzzi at the back like a limo with a jacuzzi <laughs> what, we don't even fill it up with ball crawl go through the, the car yeah, wash yeah okay yeah have a car marsh get the ozzy osbone can play drums in, yeah. the, in the thing it'd be wicked Sorted. That's the next music video sorted. Yeah, so we'll come to Cheltenham next year. Yeah, I'll be there for that. Have words. Have words. Um, yeah, we were supposed to play at Birmingham as well. This is what is annoying you know, this, the Catspiracy thing we've been talking about. We were due to come up to Birmingham as well, which is going to be amazing. But, you know, next, I think um, soon we'll announce some gigs in Milton Keynes and stuff. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's the nearest you're going to get. Okay. Well, as soon as you're anywhere this end, I'll definitely be coming. Because oh, we've got well, Milton Keynes is pretty close to Birmingham, really, isn't it? It is. It's not in I'm not one for geographer. But no, I've been, I've been following you guys for a while now, so I'll definitely I'll be there. 35, 60, 40 miles to Birmingham? Well, it's just not in Essex, is it? <laughs> 10 minutes to Birmingham, Milton Keynes? I don't know. I don't know. Get an Uber. <laughs> so is <laughs> Wonderful. Just, just Drop a pin, Ricky Bauer. Drop a pin, Jamie. Turn up. Yeah. Sorted. I'll be there. We let you have one of our sticks from our from the uh, rider. It'd be Ooh. amazing. Wonderful, guys. That's thank great. you so much for coming on. It's really appreciated. It's been a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you for having been, us. It's been a lot of fun, guys. And um, Tom, does, how far does your beard stretch? Can you get it to Jamie? <laughs> no. You can't get Unfortunately, it to Jamie. not. Is that not how you communicate? <laughs> I thought that beard went under down there and yeah. up I into his beard. Under, around into the <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have given the game away. I should have stayed like that the whole time. Just yeah, appreciate it, boys. Thank you so much. Or dogs, so much. Or pooches, or whatever. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Cheers, guys. Woo! Take it Cheers. easy. See you later. Hi, I'm Frank Guglielmi, and I'm the narrator for some wonderful audio dramas from Syscast, like Marty and Mars. Bounty Hunters, and a great part in Val Toby, with much more to come. You can find these programs on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or head over to our website, www.syscast.com. We are excited to announce that we are now affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Now, let's get to this week's interview. God, I'm Mixtron, and um, I can't even remember why I'm here, but I think it was for either the Chronicles podcast or to say, God bless you all.